0: Hello and welcome back to Mainly Movies, the podcast where we mainly talk about movies. Today, even though it's a Mainly Movies episode, we're talking about Marvel. But don't be confused. This is Mainly Movies, not Mainly Marvel. Right? That's how we're designating this, Aaron? (laughs) We forgot to confirm with each other before we started. I think
1: so. We are doing mainly movies today, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're recording in the mainly movies studio, not the mainly Marvel (laughs) studio. (laughs) That's very true. We don't have all the mainly Marvel posters on the wall. I didn't dress up as my favorite superhero, which tells me it's a mainly movies episode. (laughs) Okay. That's the (laughs) designation. Yeah, but we are talking about Captain Marvel on mainly movies today. Yes. Yeah. So I I think we're gonna be talking about this one for a while. I think so too. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I saw this last night. Like this is a movie that we were just for sure gonna see forever. Like yeah, we're we're locked in at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this last night, and I feel like as soon as I got out of the movie, I was like. That was a good movie, but man, I don't want to think about it because I'm worried if I think about it, I'm not going to like it as much. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm worried that by the end of this discussion I am not going to like this movie. So Oh no. I just want to say I liked it when I got out of the theater. Okay, well that's good. That's good. Um Yeah, what what uh what were your
0: impressions? Um I liked it okay. I feel like hmm the very beginning of this movie for about like 30 or 45 minutes, I was worried because I was not having a very good time. I, didn't, I did not think that it was It was doing too well. Uh, kind of a uh, random aside, but it kind of reminded me of, uh, the beginning of the movie kind of reminded me about the beginning of Rogue One. Because we're thrust into this adventure where the producers and the director already know that you kind of know what's going on. But they're so preoccupied from going from place to place to place to place so quickly that it it takes a little while to just figure out what everyone's motivations are, what's actually going on. And they try and rush through that because they already have a presumption that you sort of know what's going on. And I think it falters in both aspects. Because in this movie, we pop to several different places within like the first 10 minutes. And it's just hard to get a, a good footing for what is actually happening. Um, but then it picks up in some ways later on and then drags in others. Yeah, we're going to have to deep dive this one because
1: I've got mixed feelings. Yeah, so it's definitely a movie that makes a lot of assumptions. You're right on there. And Mm -hmm. so I went with a friend that has not been keeping up with the Marvel franchise. Uh Uh-oh. Has not seen Infinity War. Oh, no. Doesn't know about (laughs) any of that stuff. So I kind of like gave him a rundown. I really don't think the surrounding like Marvel stuff was as much of like a hindrance as just the individual movie itself. I think it was also a little confusing, just mm-hmm. as a standalone, like the structure of it. Yeah. 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 So we're going to have to get into this one. Okay, so let's start with the uh, opening Marvel logo having Stan Lee all over it. Oh, man. That gave me some feels, dude. That was great. So I... Yeah. I will say... Uh, The audience, which I got like a good opening weekend audience. It was like there and ready to cheer and stuff. So there was like applause and cheering for the Stan Lee part, which I was really Mm -hmm. excited about. I think there are maybe two or three other audience like reactions in this movie. I'll probably save those Mm -hmm. for when we get to them though. But this was like one of them where I was like, "Okay, we're at a Marvel movie. This is great. People love Stan Lee. I thought that was really cool. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got that sort of reaction. Yeah, so we get the Stanley opening credits, and then the first, like, shot is, like, like dust moving through the air. And <laughs> I don't know if you thought this, but I immediately thought, like, oh, shoot, we're going right to the end of Infinity War. Oh, no, I did not think that. That would have been cool. It's just, like, I, I don't know how you were, what you were supposed to think that was, because they didn't give you a whole lot of context for it. And it was kind of like dirt, like slow motion moving to the side. And I was like, mm-hmm. what are we like? Are we going right here from the start I think that's just speaks to the expectations I had of this being like the bridge between Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to get this out of the way now.
0: I think... And the the very end credit scene kind of leads me to believe that this is not going to be uh, the outcome. But I think the perfect use for Captain Marvel in Infinity War or in Endgame, excuse me. You know how Ant-Man kind of comes in in Civil War and he, like he has like a highlight moment, but he's not like the focus of attention. And he's kind of like he adds, but he's yes. at a minimal role. That is what I wanted for Captain Marvel. I wanted her to be somewhat integrated in the story, but I didn't want it to all be on her shoulders because this story is about the main Avengers. And like we've seen them for movies and movies and movies. I didn't want her to kind of just deus ex machina thing. So I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about. I'm curious how they're going
1: to use Captain Marvel in Endgame. I'll put it like yeah, that. Yeah, you want it to be like she's a powerful new weapon the Avengers have, not Endgame is Thanos versus Captain Marvel. Right, right, because that doesn't feel as fulfilling
0: because she just now showed up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think I think we'll get to the reasons why we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Yeah, so beginning of the movie uh, is kind of intentionally, like, confusing. You've got uh, Captain Marvel, which I'm just going to call her Captain Marvel the whole time, instead of... Even though
0: they never call her Captain Marvel. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but that's, like, who she is. So she thinks that she's a member of the Kree. So I I was aware this was going to have a lot of, like, kree scroll stuff going on. Right. Um... But they don't, like... eh, Yeah.
0: So, I think what's interesting, they take the tactic to show and not tell. And I think that that is is a bold direction to go when it comes to storytelling. And I think it can be often effective. I don't really know if it was here, because I was kind of just a little confused. And that's from a person who was even aware that we were getting, like, Kree's girl stuff going on.
1: Yeah. You You almost want, like, the opening crawl, like... The Kree and the Scroll have been at war for years, and this is why. Yeah. And these are what the two sides are. And we zoom in on a team of Star Force members that are like this is their job because it's yeah it it was just confusing. And so they're also doing these flashback things, which is like part of it. And I actually thought that that was like an interesting plot device, like at least mm-hmm. made the movie interesting, but man it makes the beginning of this movie really confusing yes yeah yeah i think i think you just really have to know what you're doing if you're
0: going with if you're not going to have an opening crawl or anything and you're gonna go with show don't tell and i just don't know if this really hit with me just because there's so much going on she doesn't know who she is there's this war going on i just think they needed to take some more time to i don't know
1: help us figure out what's going on. Um yeah, and I don't know if it's a case of, like, having seen the movie and knowing what's going on now, going back and rewatching it would be more enjoyable. Because I think it Probably. was. Probably. I think it was just kind of clunky, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Weird editing choices and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so. Oh, also, the dialogue in all this beginning movie is basically Jude Law telling Brie Lawson,
1: conceal, don't feel. <laughs> Yes, I thought the same thing because <laughs> the last the last trailer before the movie started was for Frozen Two. Yep, and mm-hmm. I like had not seen that trailer and I was like, that was a pretty good trailer. Like Frozen Two is yeah. about to make a ton of money. Literally, I love that trailer. It's great. A side note: Every trailer was a Disney trailer, and I'm like, man, Disney is about to steal 2019. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we will be talking about that all year. But yes, I thought the same thing. I was like, wait like when they were on the train and he's like telling her like you got to control your feelings. You can't let people like see like your anger or whatever. I was like this is Elsa. Yep. And <laughs> he's just they keep they keep up with this dialogue of like
0: yeah, don't let your emotions get in the way. But they never they never show anything
1: bad happening for her getting with her emotions. Just yeah. like hey, don't feel it. Don't feel it.
0: But nothing nothing bad happens.
1: Yeah, like, she never she never hit Anna with that little ice blast. <laughs> you know? You needed, That's right. You needed something. But they can't, like, they can't build a backstory here because there is no backstory, which we find out later on. Yeah. But, I mean, she has been there six years, right? Apparently. Yeah. And I'm hmm. not
0: exactly sure what she's been doing for those six years since we saw her go on her first mission.
1: Yeah, I think in general like i see them trying to mix up the origin story formula so it's not just a normal origin story like Mm -hmm. every superhero movie has to do that now because it's so formulaic and like no one wants to watch the same story we've already seen 20 some times
0: yes which i do think we have to commend them for trying to do something different because this is what uh marvel episode 21 or whatever they do have to find a way to introduce new characters in a way that's not the cookie cutter origin story i just
1: yeah you gotta you still gotta do that good (laughs) I, i know i feel like i left this movie wanting more backstory like i don't feel like i got to know captain marvel as well as i wanted to
0: Yep, I'm in the exact same boat. I don't really know if I know who Captain Marvel is. And that's because half of the
1: movie, she doesn't know who she is. And she's trying to figure it out, too. And we've got these various snapshots of, like, different points in her life. But, uh, like, the only defining characteristic we know about her is that she, like, gets up after she's knocked down. (laughs) I I honestly didn't mean that as like a joke, but that's oh. like that's just true. Like that's like her big moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like even from the beginning, it's just I kind of want to know more. Like she's kind of got this fiery renegade side, which is like okay, that's like true of basically every hero ever. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, so we've got like the training thing, and they go on like their mission. Which I thought there was some cool like shots from the like mission thing. It felt very much like like the opening cinematic sequence of a video game. <laughs> like like Mass Effect or something where they're like oh, gathered around like. Yeah, the, yeah. Like this is the mission. They're all in their like tech gear. Like it was kind of cool. And like then like zooming down to the planet and like emerging from the water in their weird looking suits. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, the rest of that scene was pretty dark for me, though. Dark, just, like, lighting-wise? Yeah, I had issues, like, figuring out what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that, I think you're right, the editing wasn't great in this movie. Yeah. For, like, the more actiony sequences. Yeah, and even like,
0: the beginning, like, dojo scene with Jude Law, it was, like, cut to death. Yeah. And I don't think it needed to be. Like, there were some moments, but overall, yeah, I don't know strange how they shot it.
1: Yeah, and I also don't really understand like the Kree technology at yeah. all. And so when they're on the planet doing this like uh I don't remember what the mission it was they were saving some ambassador guy like just the most like generic mission. Yeah. And they're like putting up like shields and using like special kinds of blasters and some of them are, like, using, like, gravity gloves to, like, pick up guys and throw them around. And one of them's got, like, a sniper rifle that can lock onto multiple targets. And, like, I, I like, it's, I guess it's cool. I just, like, it's happening so fast I don't get to, like, process, like, what they're actually doing here. Yeah, and part of that time I was just like, do they have, like, fire fists? Yeah, yeah, is that, like, a part of the, and, like, why is she special? Like, it takes a while to figure out that, like, the chip that's, like, in her neck is, like, enhancing her powers. Like, she has the powers herself, which is something other people don't have, but Mm -hmm. the chip, like, enhances them or controls them somehow. They never Uh, just outright explain that, and I don't understand why.
0: Yeah, I just assumed it was, like, a, you know, one of those sci-fi inhibitor chip things but i kind of forgot about it because they don't reference it in the movie until like the very end again
1: yeah and so at the same time you're trying to figure out okay there's like this kree scroll war the scrolls are shapeshifters so anyone could be a scroll and they play into that a lot at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. um and you've got like this like mentor mentee relationship with jude law who i am not going to refer to as yon rog that is ugh. That's that's tough. And like even just figuring it like so Yan Rog is Cree but like there's other Cree that are blue. Like why oh. are some of them, why are some of them blue? I I don't know. Are they a different race? I don't think so. I think that's just how the Cree races go, right? They can either be blue or like Americans? Uh, I yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't know. That's (laughs) kind of cute, because normally, like, in past movies, like, one race or planet of people have all been, like, yellow, you know? And it's like, that's how we know that they're, I don't know. It's just kind of, I guess we know because they're all wearing, like, the super suits. Uh, yeah. I mean, and Guardians, were the pink people, were they Cree? I don't think so. I don't know if we've seen, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> but like the scrolls all look the same. They're all like green prosthetic aliens. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> and I really don't. Yeah. I. They tried to do too much in this movie. I was going to get to that eventually. There's just too many things. It it had too much weight on its shoulders to also be dealing with like Cree versus Scroll and all these other things okay yeah, so I, I saw a lot of theories that this was going to be like the
0: start of the scroll invasion into like onto earth which i didn't really understand why people thought that because this movie was happening in the 90s and if the scroll like the scrolls couldn't have been invading that entire time and captain marvel just be hanging out somewhere so i didn't really
1: understand that theory yeah well so i did think for a minute so they like get off the planet uh I don't know how how in-depth we want to go but uh Captain Marvel has to fight her way out of the like scroll ship where they were looking at her memories and we kind of get some of the flashback scenes. Yeah, that was
0: interesting because we we started to understand a little bit more about her kind of Yeah, it was just all so fast that it was I had a
1: little trouble being like, wait, what? Yeah yeah so she has the flashbacks, which makes sense later on um but then she like fights her way out, which I don't know if you want to talk about Bree Larson's fighting uh, what, what what did you have it was it was fine. I feel like they had, <laughs> I feel like they had to cut around it in a way that it was like, well, I don't know. I think she's a really good actress. I don't know if like throwing punches is her thing or like sprinting down hallways. I don't know. I thought that was all fine. Okay. What what in particular bothered you about it? Just I don't, uh, It just seemed like kind of off, like not very fluid. And it really might be that the editing kind of bothered me in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I want to
0: put it more on that, but that's more just because I really like Brie Larson. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she fights her way out and they like, go crash land on earth so i wanted to get there because like there's the scene of the scroll like coming out of the waves like on the beach Mm -hmm. and for a minute i was like okay maybe like they did invade and like they could have just been disguised as humans and we're gonna see some way that they've been like here the whole time that that was just no that was a bad bad thought (laughs) I don't think that was a bad thought. I I could see them going that way, but no. Yeah, yeah. So we crash land on Earth and immediately get hit with the nineties.
0: I think um, I was tired of the nineties immediately. Where she asked for communication equipment, and out loud I said, <laughs> "He's gonna point to a freaking Radio Shack." You knew it. And you knew it, it was
1: gonna be a Radio. I shack. knew it
0: was gonna be a Radio Shack, and that that was the point, which was about like two minutes into being on Earth, that I was kind of tired of this ninety shtick. Okay,
1: I'm on the same page. Do you think it's that the movie didn't handle the 90s well? Or that we're just not as nostalgic for the night? Like, it, the 90s nostalgia is already overplayed. I, I don't feel like they really, like, hit the 90s all that hard. I feel like
0: we landed in Blockbuster, went to Radio Shack, went to Internet Cafe. Then we had Pagers, but
1: it, it didn't feel like it was... I don't know. I, it didn't... What about, like, the Nine Inch Nails t-shirt and the leather jacket and, like, oh, I just... the soundtrack and... Yeah. The Guns N' Roses, like, karaoke in the bar and the pinball machines and...
0: Okay, yeah. Maybe there was more than I was willing to admit.
1: <laughs> um, I feel like they just tried to shove it in there, though. Like, it... it... I kept comparing it to Guardians because first of all guardians is a great movie and that's an unfair comparison but like they definitely took like the 80s and like worked it in in an interesting way and like the soundtrack worked really well and it just kind of like melded into the movie in an interesting way this one obviously the setup is different like we're physically in the 90s but it just felt like it was kind of shoved in there like oh what if we threw some 90s stuff in here yeah,
0: I get that. I don't think any of it bothered me quite as much as the Radio Shack thing.
1: But okay, okay, that was really the one you just really didn't. <laughs> it was see just a Radio so Shack. obvious. I
0: was like, man,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've crash landed. Uh, we've got the whole like fish out of water, like person from another planet on Earth, which I never understood. Like, does she not know enough about Earth to know that they don't? know about other planets i don't know they there's a
0: lot of hmm they speak with a lot of like colloquialism in this movie to like and it makes it seem like i i thought there was going to be more stuff where brie larson was going to be like what's that or she was going to mention yeah. more more yeah. Uh, things that people didn't know of but they just seem to riff off of things that they didn't really hit that fish out of water dynamic as hard as
1: I thought they were going to which I was fine with (laughs) and I thought maybe like you can kind of explain it away as like she actually did grow up there she's just forgot about it yeah so like she actually does know those things but yeah it was just it was you were expecting more of the like Thor in Thor 1 where he's just like doesn't understand things and like smashing into stuff and yeah, I'm kind of glad that they didn't do a ton
0: of that, though. Because, we, like you said, we've seen that before.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know if we needed to see it again from another space person.
1: Um. Okay, so we meet 90s Sam Jackson, who is clearly a nod to, like, Pulp Fiction Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. That was great, though. Like, having that much Nick Fury in the movie was great.
0: Samuel L. Jackson saved this movie in some ways for me because I felt like up until this point we were kind of struggling to figure out who Captain Marvel was like what what she was really just like her internal struggle and things but the way her and Nick Fury are able to like play off of each other it's just it's a delight through the whole movie and I really really like it and I wasn't expecting this much uh Samuel L. Jackson but I'm I'm super glad we got it and conversely i think we got the perfect amount of um of agent colson i don't think we needed any more i think he was
1: there <laughs> exactly as much as he needed to be <laughs> Yeah, so i like i didn't know agent colson was going to be in this movie and he like shows up at the like blockbuster scene and i was like oh no like i <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't want a bunch of agent colson like he's such a great guy like does the right thing and we got like his one like agent colson moment where he lets him go up the staircase and i was like perfect like yep. don't need him the rest of the movie and it was yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. agree there yeah but i agree i think samuel L. jackson's chemistry with brie larson was like the strong point of the movie yeah they've been in a couple movies together already they have yeah uh, okay they've been they were in kong skull island oh yeah i forgot about that (laughs) and so apparently uh brie larson is i I think this is right i just heard this so i don't have like sources to confirm but apparently brie larson is directing a movie that's going to be on netflix later this year and it has sam jackson in it she's directing samuel L. jackson i think so and uh, it's just like they really have, like, I think they genuinely like working together, so. That makes me so happy, because they they
0: genuinely seem to have a good time together. That It's cool that that's off camera as well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's there. Uh, he takes off in his car following the train that uh, Brie Larson's on, trying to find the scroll guy who keeps shift- shifting. That was a fun scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so finally, like, get the guy. Well, did we get the guy? No, that guy escaped. But Coulson turned out to also be a scroll, which is funny. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where the plot goes from here. We've got the alien autopsy. Yeah, there's that weird moment where they like look they at him. The sheet. Yeah. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> I, it got like a laugh. But then, like, they lingered too long on it, and it got mm-hmm. real uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when you find out later on that Ben Mendelssohn's character was a scroll guy the whole time. Yeah. That makes that scene even stranger. Yeah. That was weird. And we got, uh, what's his name? Robbie from New Girl. is like the autopsy guy. Oh! I don't think I realized that. I mean, that's just the place I've seen him before and I was like, huh. Yeah, so they do that. Um Captain Marvel goes hunting for she's like on a mission to figure out I don't really know what she's trying to find uh the doctor, Doctor Wendy Lawson. Yes. Because she saw it in her memory and she knows that's what the scroll are after. hmm Yeah. It was a creative plot. It wasn't super engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but got- I, I, do, I will say, I do think the movie really picked up for me as soon as Samuel O. Jackson walks in and they start like just their dialogue against each other because I don't know, like even just some of her like quips while fighting just felt a little out of place earlier. But now that she's like able to like bounce it off of someone,
1: it, it kind of just worked more yeah it gave her more of a character Mm-hmm. yeah and it's easier to see that version of her like interacting with the Avengers and like keeping up with the quip game right yeah because I do feel like I think the humor in this movie was different than the humor we've seen in like more recent Marvel movies yeah like it, it wasn't as like quick hitting like jump cutting to the next part po- like it wasn't as like boom boom funny jokes they would kind of like have a joke build up to it and kind of let it sit for a while and i kind of appreciated that um but i just noticed like i was like this is just kind of different than the other movies
0: yeah i felt in particular though just like while like doing battle like those little one lighters she would give it felt like some of that was like written by someone who didn't want that in the movie and then just yeah. kind of wrote it because it had to be there to kind of sort of yeah, not be as different from other Marvel movies because there were just some lines that I, I
1: don't know like <laughs> I don't think the delivery was bad it just yeah it just felt weird yeah and I don't know if it's like some of it's Brie Larson delivering those lines just the fact that it is like her and that I don't know yeah hmm Okay, so we've got the whole, like, invading the S.H.I.E.L.D. archives, mm-hmm. which I don't understand why Samuel L. Jackson wasn't just allowed to do that. I don't either. I guess he's not, like, high enough ranking yet. Yeah, I feel like, I guess so. <laughs> but he was, like, trying to hide from everyone, and I was like, but what? like, you just gave him your ID. I don't know. I was confused by the dynamic there, but they're trying to get the files, they find the files, Find out that Brie Larson, I keep going, Captain Marvel, uh, blew up in a plane crash six years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's all coming together. Yeah, they have to like fight their way out. Yeah, she I goes back
0: for him, so that's that's nice.
1: Yeah, was there anything memorable here?
0: Um, I do. She like blasts um the main scroll dude. And that's when I started to realize I don't understand the the force of her blasts because I was like levels? oh yeah I was like is she I was like oh did she kill that dude and then he like gets back up but then other people get shot with those little laser weapons and they die immediately and I'm just like well I know that she's stronger than those laser weapons
1: yeah so I don't know yeah And I think I knew this was going to be an issue with Captain Marvel even coming into this movie, Mm -hmm. is that I don't understand the power levels already between most of the superheroes. Captain Marvel throws everything out of whack.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, I think that's a systemic Marvel problem, but they really double down whenever the directors are just like, yeah, Captain Marvel is by far the most powerful person we've seen so far. And intrinsically, I'm just going to be like, well... But what does that mean though? because yeah, yeah everyone's like levels seem to be how. kind of fluid to the situation,
1: exactly, yeah, and I didn't understand, so <laughs> those guns that the like scroll have, I also don't understand their power level, and you won't because like they shot a bunch of those blasts at just the like airplane that was taking off, and yeah, it did nothing. a human aircraft, right, yeah. And I was like is this aircraft already equipped to like repel laser weapons because yeah, it certainly scenes, is not. <laughs> they shoot the laser weapon and it like blows a hole in a wall. <laughs> I don't know. This is just like the like Marvel movie nerds in us analyzing too much, but I think yeah. like at this point we've rewatched almost every Marvel movie. Mhm. And I think that really did affect the way I watched this one. Yeah. I was much more critical. I had different like topics in mind to keep track of. I was constantly thinking, where am I gonna rank this movie? No, you can't do that, man. You can't I do did. A- I did it. <laughs> um Yeah, so I think I think it's just like little things like that bothered me more than maybe they were supposed to. Um Hmm. Okay, so they escaped this base. In the, like, Star Wars-esque spaceship thing. That's not really a spaceship, but Mm -hmm. I don't know what else it was designed for. Uh, Where did they go? Oh, they go to visit her friend, whose name was... Rambo? Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and they, they really tried to, like, play up this whole, like, they were best friends, like... She was close with her daughter. I never really like felt it, oh really, yeah, oh, I thought this was a more I thought this was one of the more emotional parts that really really I could for tell me. it was supposed to be like they were definitely like acting more in those scenes and like playing it up. I don't know, i just I guess it's because we don't have scenes from before to really like base it on yeah yeah i I see what
0: you're saying. I think that uh i believe the actress's name is Lashasha Lynch um uh, like she has that one monologue where she's talking about how she lost her best friend and this, this and that. I thought that was really strong because we hadn't really seen that level of acting so far in the movie yeah um, but in some ways it does feel strange you're right because we don't we still don't really know who Captain Marvel was beforehand, so it it feels it feels like we can't empathize with this character because we don't... We still don't really know what she's lost. We have, like, glimpses of that sort of stuff, and we get more of that sort of stuff when her daughter brings out all the photos and stuff, but, yeah, it's still hard trying to bridge those gaps because it's, like, how... Is she, Is she like, a lot different than what she was six years ago? Because that's what her best yeah, friend I is, don't like, know. implying, but... I,
1: it's hard for us as viewers to really understand that. Yeah. Yeah, and we get the, like, glimpses and photographs, but we don't get... I needed some more, like, flashback scenes of, like, them, like, training together. Or, like, when she falls off the rope, like, a thousand times. Like, having...
0: I, she would have been messed up after falling in That was a like
1: long that. fall. But, like, yeah. having Rambo come over and, like, help her up would have been cool. like... Mm, but yeah. you can't have anyone help her up because she gets up on her own that's, that's her, right she gets up on her own. Her thing. yeah so i i don't know i guess maybe that's part of it too is like they're trying to play this whole like her thing is that she's always like fought back on her own and she's like independent but also we've got this friend that's been with her the whole way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
0: it wasn't a complete miss for me
1: yeah, and so then we have the the Kree, or the Skrull show up, and we kind of learn that, oh, they're, like, not the bad guys, they're the good guys, and it kind of quickly switches to, like, the Ben Mendelsohn, uh scroll captain guy is kind of like this, like, emotional piece of the movie, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting to try to have the person in, like, prosthetic ears and green makeup to try to, like sell this really emotional like family story
0: yeah i really like that though because ben
1: mendelson was finally not a villain i know which <laughs> it's was, been like, a while. Of the twist like you fully expected him to be
0: yeah he probably expected he was going to be the villain the whole movie and then got to that part in the script and was like oh i don't know if i can do this <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, but no i actually kind of really like that i think it's yeah i don't know i i I think it's an interesting approach to kind of, like
1: you said, put the emotional weight behind him, but I think it worked for me. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I just, I was just like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Yeah.
0: We also get probably my favorite moment in the movie, and that's when uh, Brie Larson like shoots the core or whatever, and you get this, this slow-mo scene of like her absorbing the energy, and I think it's like beautifully shot, and I think the effects are great, I wanted more epic moments like that throughout, but man, that was such a cool moment.
1: Yeah, I thought the, like, effect that they gave her powers was really cool, just, like, the visual of it. And mm-hmm. I thought the sound in general was really cool in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought the sound editing was really cool. And, yeah, that they kind of got to show it off in that, like, slow-mo explosion scene. Yeah,
0: that's going to be the one scene that I am to consistently come back to in this movie i
1: yeah i thought it was awesome dj do you mean it's your marvel you dang right it is (laughs) okay the marvel moment yeah uh okay yeah so we kind of like fully understand like the story at this point of or as much story as we're gonna get (laughs) yeah of she was like this training pilot and I guess, so I guess Dr. Wendy Lawson, like, took her under her wing, kind of, Mm -hmm. and they were flying up to whatever base thing, and it went wrong, and I still don't completely understand why, like, so I guess the Cree were coming to, like, capture her research that she had done. Yeah. So they, like, shot her out of the sky, and... Captain Marvel crash lands and they get out and it's like, that's when we realized that Jude Law was a villain this whole time. Big surprise. Yeah, shocked me. Yeah, not really. And then we blow up the core because that's what Brie Larson thinks she's supposed to do. She gets the powers, but it turns out the core wasn't really the core. It was an engine powered by the core. Yes. And the Tesseract is the core. Yes, I think.
0: Okay, I don't want to get into how she has the tesseract or who's supposed to have it right now because I don't remember, <laughs> and I know we just rewatched. This all is these the first Day time. Marvel this
1: movie. is the first time the tesseract would have ever been seen. Is it? Yeah, because this is the '90s. This is before any of that stuff. It's not before the
0: uh, 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 the first Avenger, where it falls oh, into the
1: sea. You're right, and then Howard Stark finds it wait you're right oh <laughs> i forgot about all that i forgot that it was a thing before the and like the whole hmm
0: yeah the tesseract is like the most used infinity stone for whatever reason
1: huh because i thought this meant that wendy lawson had like created it oh no no but she was just using it yeah. to power her research yeah so did like Shield loan it out to
0: her because presumably Shield have it had it right? See, this is what I didn't want to do. I don't think do. Shield
1: had. it. I don't think Shield. Well, hmm. Dang it! Okay, this is this is one of those things where like I I had not thought about this, and now that I'm thinking about it, really? It's kinda, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because I just forgot that like we had movies before the nineties. <laughs> We had, like, the Captain America First Avenger stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because, like, the first time we see the Tesseract is, like, the thing that's powering the the station or whatever. Yeah. That was, like, I'd say the second, like, big audience reaction, which it says something that there wasn't really a big audience reaction until then. Well. But literally everyone in the audience went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, perfect. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, so... That does present some questions. I'm sure you could, like, fill in the gaps somehow, though. Like, Yeah, th- yeah. that's why I didn't want to discuss it, because there's a definite answer out there.
0: I just don't want to spend our time worrying about it. Yeah, and it
1: ends up in a place where it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so, kind of like coming to a final battle on this little, like, space station thing... Um. yeah what did you think of like the final battle scene where they get the like 90s music going in the background I just had I don't know I couldn't really figure out what was happening like yeah I,
0: I had an issue just like with perspective sometimes especially when she was like doing the the solo fights because yeah. she's supposed to be like like god now with her abilities and then people would get back up and I would be confused
1: <laughs> yeah or she'd like fire a blast but it doesn't really like go through the walls it just kind of like knocks some like tables over mm-hmm. yeah I don't understand her powers at all I, I like that's just a problem yeah like she punches people and then at the end of the movie she uses it to power up an engine
0: <laughs> I was like wait
1: it yeah, can do that, like, too? <laughs> she just, like, fires it at the back of the little thing, and it just takes off flying. hmm Yeah, and she's kind of, like, discovering how to use them more at this point, because she, I mean, we skipped over the whole part where we haven't talked about the, like, AI supreme being or whatever. Yeah, I didn't like I, that. It was kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, but she, like, breaks out because she always gets back up. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's, like, what it was. I, like... It was supposed to be, like, super powerful. I just kind of, I was like, okay. Like, I guess, I guess, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, I it Having the defining quality being perseverance isn't the most engaging, I don't think.
1: Yeah. yeah so I mean, it's something. Goes, she, like, goes Super Saiyan. I was going like, to say looks... the same thing, so I'm glad that you went there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. But like she can fly at this point, right? Yes. Well, like, she, she starts she, hovering out there, but then for like the fight, she's on the ground. She's not like like I expect her to just be flying around all over the place at this point.
0: Well, it's not until like she's falling that I think she understands that uh, uh that she can she, really fly.
1: But when she broke out of the AI thing, she like flew out of the room. Yeah, but that was more levitation. You know what I mean. I guess. I would just be like, I just levitated. Let's like see what this There's not like we don't get like the classic testing of the powers, like see what this can do. It's all just kinda like in the moment, like Mm -hmm. just using it, and then she kinda like unlocks a new ability as she's going. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it's gonna end. I don't think it will. Yeah. So yeah, that's like that kind of detracted from the like final battle scene of just trying to figure out like okay so what can she do? And yeah. Then, meanwhile, we've got Samuel L. Jackson running around with this cat. Man, I
0: I so wanted the cat to just be a normal cat.
1: But you knew it wasn't going. I to I knew it be, wasn't though. going to be. But I just wanted of the it to movie, be.
0: I knew it was not a normal cat. Yeah. As soon as they showed that one shot of it just creepily staring down the hall. You know it's not just a cat, but man, I wanted it to just be a cat. <laughs> I thought that would have been great to fake us out like that. Just be like, no, Samuel L. Jackson just really likes
1: cats. That would have made my day. No, instead it's a alien cat. Yeah, which I would- did love. I did like... Ben Mendelsohn's reactions anytime the cat got close were great.
0: Yeah, that was pretty
1: great. Like, he played that so well. Like, I, those were some of the funniest moments. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I do want to, like, when they're on the ship, I forget at what point this is, but they're talking about, like, they're, like, asking him the things he can turn into. <laughs> and he's like, well, it does take a lot of practice, and dare I say it? Some talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, just delivered that so well. And they're like, well, could you turn into a filing cabinet? Yeah, filing cabinet. He's like, <laughs> he's like, why would I want to be a filing cabinet? But he never answered if he could. <laughs> I, know, I know. I was like, it sounds like you could. Oh, man. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what else do we want to talk about? I mean, final battle keeps going. They kind of bring it down to earth, and this is when Captain Marvel is like fully unleashed, like in full like Mohawk super suit, and yeah, she's just kind she's of like at goes Super up. Saiyan two, right now, if you will. Yeah, but we're at we're at Super Saiyan two now. She just goes. So Ronan the Accuser is in this movie. Yeah,
0: kind of for some kind reason. Of,
1: <laughs> kind of, I guess. I mean, I was just glad to have something to tie it back to the rest of the, like, Marvel everything. Um, but she just goes, like, he sends all the missiles down to Earth, she turns one of them around, barely, and it explodes all the other ones, which I thought was very fortunate.
0: Yeah, because when you immediately see all those missiles, and then you get the scale, like, when she goes up against one, I was like, hey, I know she's Super Saiyan 2 now, but I legitimately don't know how she's gonna stop all these from hitting Earth. (laughs)
1: yeah and i don't really
0: think i was convinced
1: (laughs) yeah she does and then i guess realizes that she can do anything because then she just flies up into space and just starts just going straight through like she just flies through things Mm -hmm. like doesn't really punch a whole lot it's just kind of like my body is the weapon i'm just gonna cannonball into this spaceship and explode it which is like it's it's fun to watch
0: yeah, like, it just, it didn't feel as weighty as I thought yeah. it was going to, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't feel like the the weight of her, like, throwing herself into the ship. It was kind of just like she was flying through paper mache or something.
1: Yeah, and maybe that's like just the CGI-ness of it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, she just flies forward and some explodey things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, like, explodes some and then goes in front of Ronan's ship and, like, sends out, like, a little beam of power. And Ronan runs away. Yeah. Um, Then we get the, like, one-on-one Jude Law confrontation, which was pretty funny. Yeah. It kind of reminded
0: me of, like, the final confrontation in Solo. Because we all know what's going to
1: happen. I don't want to bring solo. Into this. <laughs> I have no words for solo. Okay, fair enough. Um Although you might be able to make some comparisons between this movie and that one. Let's not do that. Let's not. Yeah. I mean that's pretty much the end of the movie, right? Um Then the squirrels are kinda of just hanging at her friend's
0: place. So Yeah,
1: they're just like having dinner, which seems really strange. <laughs> Uh, we get the pager at at this point. Okay. At this point, I kind of sat up because I'm like, okay, we're now at the point where we're going to somehow tie it into infinity war, Mm -hmm. which is really, that's why we're here. Right? Like I would see this movie anyway, but I think the thing that hurts this movie the most is that Endgame is on our minds the entire time. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm not sure if I gave it a completely fair shot um but it's not your fault though Endgame comes out in like a little over a month Yeah, yeah not even two months oh and i've got another note but i'll save it for a minute from now um okay so we get the pager set that whole thing up um oh we forgot to mention how nick fury loses his eye
0: oh yeah that was funny it was funny, but I feel like he underacted that a little bit. He lost his eye.
1: <laughs> well, he, like, got scratched and he's like, ha just a scratch. And it turns out, like, oh, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of funny that, like, the cat scratch. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got the whole cheesy thing of he, like, for some reason sees the word Avenger on her fighter jet. And that's now that why the Avengers are named that. Well, I mean, all those jets—they do have like their pilots' like code name. I know, but like we didn't, we didn't work that in at all at any other point in the movie. It was literally just like you could have put any word on there. So uh, yeah, so you think it would have been better if they would have like tied why she was the Avenger, like nicknamed that. I guess. Yeah, I just, I just thought that was just kind of cheap fan service. No, yeah, that's fair. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I think that's like the end of the movie, and then, uh, of course, a bunch of people stood up as soon as the credits started rolling. I'm like, "What are you doing? <sighs> like, I don't understand how people don't know the drill." I think they do. I just think or maybe, maybe probably... they just don't care. Yeah, maybe
0: they don't care. They either don't care or just or they're like, "I'll see this on YouTube in you know a couple days or something." But you know. how do you not care with this one? I I don't know, man. This, I saw this on opening night, so it was uh, there were still people who
1: got up to leave. Like I was more excited for the post credit scene in this movie than I have been for any other Marvel movie. Well, that makes sense. This is before the culmination of everything again. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I just got exactly what you would expect to get. Like yeah. there really wasn't anything like super excited. So we like have like. The surviving Avengers post-Infinity War, and it's just like, oh no, Death Toll is rising or whatever. hmm And they've got the pager, and the pager stops working, they're gathered around it, turn around, and there's Captain Marvel. That was, like, a great, like, reveal scene. But, like, I don't know what what's gonna happen. She's there. I don't know. I still don't really know her power level, so I don't know, like, is... Is that, yeah, is it like it, the day is saved, Captain Marvel is here? Or is it is like that the like, case? I don't know. Like I yeah, I just don't know. Like you would think having watched this whole movie I might have a better idea of that. I don't know. I don't know what she can do to save the day. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs>
0: but it appears like she's gonna be more integral
1: than I kind of wanted more of
0: an extended Ant-Man-esque cameo.
1: But that's okay. Oh, okay. So you're already feeling like she's got a bigger part than you wanted. Well, it looks like she's going to be in the mix for the whole, like, uh, figuring out what to do.
0: And that's fine. It just, it feels, it it would feel more genuine if it was like the original crew, like, people that we've seen movies and movies about, like, figuring out what to do. And then she's there to assist. But it feels like she's going to be more in the mix, which is fine. Like, I I am curious to see how she's going to interact with other characters and maybe it'll flesh her
1: out more um yeah i don't know hmm. yeah and then i like completely called what the last scene would be yeah i i was like it's it's going to be the cat puking at the tesseract and it had sure to be. enough sure enough um yeah that might just be a sign i've seen too many of these movies Huh. Well, I feel like I'm ending in a pretty disappointed place. This was definitely not one of my favorite Marvel movies. I re- I really want to get to like the ranking of this movie that's going to have to be in one of our mainly Marvel episodes, so stay tuned for that. We're not doing that here. Yeah, I think we um,
0: discussed maybe doing that like
1: <sighs> It'll be the know. episode before Endgame yeah yeah that that seems Um, fair which we don't have a whole lot of weeks until there's like six weeks until endgame folks that's true so which i i mean if anything i did leave this movie super excited for endgame oh yeah yeah definitely um but yeah just as far as captain marvel as a character i'm not real fired up about it i
0: want to be more fired up about
1: it (laughs) I do too. I just, and it wasn't a bad movie. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was bad. entertaining. It had good, par- good elements of it. It was like interesting to watch. Yeah, I, I really think just the lack of like a defined character for Brie Larson is the most disappointing part. Yeah. And it's it like, seems I like something to... that could easily be fixed. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I like Captain Marvel, I was like, okay, I really don't know anything about this character. I want to know more about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't learn anything more about Captain Marvel. Except that she perseveres. Yeah, but that's like everyone perseveres. <laughs> <laughs> Name the name the hero in the entire Avengers like storyline that doesn't get up after they get knocked down. Uh, <laughs> like they wouldn't be a, like that's you're a superhero you get yeah, that's, up and you keep yeah, fighting. That's, that's the, just like that's so a prerequisite to being a hero. It's so generic, uh, but we did get a lot more Nick Fury. That was good. Yeah, that was pretty great. Ben Mendelsohn was really good as the like villain slash not villain. Mhm. Yeah, I just I I just feel middle of the road on this movie.
0: Yeah, that's where I am too. I and I I had a fear about this because even after the first trailer, I felt kind of just whelmed. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like I know I'm going to see it, but I was it felt weird because I knew I wasn't hype, but I wasn't like disappointed by the trailer. I was kind of just like,
1: "Yeah." Yeah.
0: And- yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, nothing really changed. Hmm.
0: Okay. But, so you know... point...
1: Well, you go ahead. No, 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 you finish, because I'm about to move on to something else. Oh,
0: I was just going to say that I am more... I am more excited for Captain Marvel 2, just because I think we'll be done with the confusing narrative of the backstory, and we'll just get time to kind of explore who she is as a character... And I think that could be really, really interesting. Because I still want to know more about this person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you think they would... It couldn't be before she gets her powers. It'd have to be more like flashbacks. Right? Because she's just not a hero before that. Uh, I have no idea. I think a Captain Marvel 2 would have to be her trying to end the kree Scroll war while simultaneously we're learning more about her backstory
0: okay so mm, mm, mm. so you're thinking we might get like a
1: something to fill in the gaps of the 20 years yeah because like don't yeah you want to know what she's been doing for the past 20 years yeah that's true yeah and i mean i am interested in like seeing that so Oh, I was just going to say, one of the trailers before this movie was the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Yeah, that was the first time I had seen it. Same, because I've been actively avoiding it. I'm okay having seen it now, I think. Mm -hmm. And man, I love Spider-Man, and I'm (laughs) excited for that movie.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too.
1: Okay, well, that's a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we'll kind of be going back over it a little bit. I guess in our last episode of uh, Mainly Marvel before Endgame comes out, Mm -hmm. we didn't want to do this as a Mainly Marvel because it would screw up our timeline release schedule and we'd have movies that we hadn't seen that would be ranked and it would just be too confusing. Yeah. Um, So Mainly Marvel's just chugging along at normal pace. Um, Yeah, but we're getting close to the end game. I think I'm ready for Endgame, man. I think I have enjoyed mainly Marvel, but man, there's been just so much Marvel. It's been, <laughs> it's been exhausting, and yeah. like this movie just felt like another Marvel movie that I have watched in the past however many months. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Cool. Okay, should we talk about what our next episode will be that is not Marvel-related at all? Yes, I think
0: that'll be a nice change of pace for people who are tired of I think people
1: will appreciate it, because I think people are starting to think we only talk about heroes. It's not our fault, man. <laughs> <laughs> the box office is doing this, not us. Well, it's our fault that we watched 21 other hero movies that have not been in theaters. Uh, well, okay, that, yeah, yeah. That's on us. Um... Yeah, but okay, so I think for our next episode, we're thinking about doing kind of a more Netflix-themed episode. There's a couple movies we've wanted to see. Uh, One of them is Paddleton, which I've already watched. I watched it last week. I really like the movie. I think you should watch it, DJ. I think there's some things to talk about. I think it's a different kind of movie than what we're used to discussing okay i know nothing about it uh so one of the friends of our show
0: ethan wrote into us at mainly movies pod at com, and also recommended this movie so yeah thanks for the recommendation ethan and i'm definitely interested uh so yeah if anyone else has any movies they would like to hear us discuss let us know <laughs> it worked out even better that you've already seen it aaron
1: yeah yeah i was glad that he recommended it because i was like that is a good movie um yeah, so we're going to do that one. And there's another movie coming out uh, this f- coming Wednesday. being March 13th called Triple Frontier. And it's kind of got this like stacked cast of like Ben Affleck and Oscar Isaac and Charlie Hunnam and Garrett Hedlund and Pedro Pascal. And they're like this like, I don't know. Uh, they're like a little troop of guerrilla fighters that are going... I don't really know what the movie's about. I haven't even watched the trailer for it. I just know those people are in it. And it's somewhere in Latin America. And it's on Netflix. So we're going to watch that one and talk about it. Cool.
0: Yeah, I know nothing about that.
1: And that's kind of nice sometimes. Yeah, it's just... uh... I keep feeling like I need to apologize for how few like theater movies we've seen at the beginning of the year. Yeah. We just haven't been very interested.
0: Yeah, and we don't we just don't want to see movies we're not interested in.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've just watched too many movies to be going out of our way to go see class. <laughs> um Yeah, but there are more movies coming up. Uh we're definitely gonna be seeing us. Uh there's a couple other movies in between there. We want to see The Kid and Captive State. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a documentary out, Apollo 11, <clears throat> that's just about Apollo 11. I don't know if you've heard anything about this.
0: Yeah, I've heard that that is a thing, but I yeah. haven't heard good or bad or anything, really.
1: I've heard it's really cool. Like It gives you a feel of what it was actually like when that happened. So I'll probably see that one. We okay. can maybe discuss whether it's something that should be... On the podcast, yeah, um, yeah. But if anyone else has dis- any uh, suggestions, we're always open to them. So you can email them to us at mainlymoviespod at gmail dot com. Yeah, anything else we want to plug? Um, no, I think that's about it. Cool. I th- are are have we made a decision about our Facebook page? I didn't mention it because I was gonna see if we <laughs> had an, we go episode to episode and do nothing about it, so I don't know. It's becoming like, a running joke. I feel like we gotta switch it up at some point. Okay, well, I think that's a wrap. We have gone over an hour as we do on any Marvel related content, it seems. We always have a lot of stuff to say. Oh dear, oh dear. Okay, well, until next time. Everybody.